where you and I can connect. It's a show that embraces a 360-degree look at womanhood. It's our voice, our perspective. It's what we care about, and it's how we feel. Empowerment through conversation is what it is. This is Full Circle. You know what, fam? For three years, I get goosebumps every time I hear that intro because I am so excited for this show. Happy Full Circle Saturday, family. It is the three-year anniversary show of Full Circle, and we have got a great show for you today. I just want to tell you before we jump into all of the goodness, first I have to say thank you to my nephew Tyler, who is on the freeway right now, headed to do his thing, but he stopped by the station and brought me some roses and a slice of cake that me and Mercy are going to tear up after the show. And and just a just a thoughtful young man. I love him so much. I love him, my son, my niece. I love my family and I'm so proud and everything I do, I do for those three um, because I always want to be an example to them. So thank you, Tyler. I love you. God bless you. I'm proud of you as well. You are doing some amazing things out in the community and I'm proud to be your auntie as well. Now dry your eyes and drive straight. All right. <laughs> Before we go any further, I do want to let you know that this episode of Full Circle is sponsored by author, speaker, and self-love coach, Anita Ross. Miss Ross is on a mission to empower millions of women to love themselves fully, awaken to their worth, and ultimately live the life of their dreams. Now, she has launched the new Meantime Love Hub membership-only option where you will have access to all of her material, including her new A Sip of Self-Love webinar series that you can download at your convenience. Imagine doing self-love work at your own pace. This membership option gives you access, again, to videos, teachings, worksheets, tools, and so much more. You'll have access 24-7. So if you want to start doing your work or continue doing your self-love work, visit AnitaRoss.net. Click on the Meantime Love Hub link and get started. And if you use the code FULLCIRCLE, you will get 25% off your initial membership. Thank you so much to Anita, friend to the show. She is going to be sponsored sponsoring the show this entire month and if you want to sponsor full circle as well hit me up i'll give you more details about that later but we are going to jump right into the show because we have got a lot going on i need to thank our online giveaway sponsors we did an online contest and so i have to thank angel the bedroom candy lady we'll be talking about that in a little bit and actually angel's going to be on the show next month chandler and company best chapeaus or best fedoras around shout out to my girl ely who is just an amazing person i love her so much new Nubian Family Beauty Supply. They, again, donated something for the online giveaway. Make sure you check them out. 2251 Florin Road. Black Women United donated giveaway gifts as well. So thank you to them. Shelly at Shelly Health and Wellness. Make sure you follow these female-owned, black-owned businesses who support the show. And when you do, make sure you tell them you heard it on Full Circle. So let's get right into the show. Super excited to introduce the guest co-host for today, Mercedes. Mercedes Hogan. Mercedes Hogan, a.k.a. Mercy. She is a blogger and lifestyle influencer. She began her journey as a personal stylist and founded the business 
thrift store fly. And man, I'm telling you, Mercy is fly. Like, we'll get into that later because I'm always wondering how she finds stuff because when I go to the thrift store, I usually just end up with some shoes and a purse. So anyway, we'll, <laughs> we'll talk about that a little bit later. But she is also a signed professional plus fit model with Marla Dell Talent Agency Incorporated in San Francisco. And she has modeled for companies such as Levi Strauss and Company, Old Navy, Third Love, and Everlane. She also works as a training consultant for the California State Attorneys, and we have that in common. She created her own space to discuss her love for fashion, for getting the most bang for your buck, and how to develop confidence, discuss overcoming adversity, and encourage you to live your best life by loving the heck out of yourself. That's something, again, we have in common. So when it came time to follow through with this idea of having someone interview me for the anniversary show, Mercy Hogan was the first person that came to mind. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, friend to the show and today's guest host, Mercy Hogan. Applause, applause. Yay. <laughs> good morning. Good morning. Happy anniversary, Miss Wanda. It's such an amazing time yes. to be here. We're going to just dive right into Let's these dive. questions. Let's dive. You did such an amazing job with that introduction of me. <laughs> I promise y'all I did not pay her for that. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Let's just start from the beginning, where you're from. Yeah. Usually start out every show asking people to introduce themselves. So it's only fitting that I do the same. So family, I am Wanda, Miss Wanda. My real name is Wanda Abney. Yeah, that's how it goes. If you follow me on social media, you know that. You know, I am a, oh man, there's so many. I love the intersections of my life right now. I am a mom, an aunt, as you heard, a daughter. I almost said a wife, but not yet, but it's coming. <laughs> but I am this person that was, I was born and raised right here in Sacramento, went to Luther Burbank High School, very proud to be a native Sacramentan. And I've left Sacramento a couple of times, but I've come back and I guess I've just faced the fact that this is home, like this is home. It's where I am. It's where I raised my son. It's where I cut my teeth in radio. Um, I always had this love for radio. And um, you can find my journey if you uh, Google Creative Mornings and search for me, Wanda Abney, and you will be able to see my story on why I do this thing and why radio is so important to me. But I cut my teeth in radio right here in Sacramento. There was this brand new station called 103.5 The Bomb. And I was like, I gotta work there. And um, started off at The Bomb as a promotions intern. Like sometimes when you're doing, when you have a passion, you know, sometimes we derail ourselves because we think that we are, need to start at the top. Mm -hmm. But the best learning, to me anyway, the best learning is at the bottom. Because if you do it right, you will actually learn all the things so that you can be inexpendable in every area. So I started off as a promotions intern out there slinging uh, bumper stickers and, <laughs> you know, putting the tin up at remotes and things like that and went into marketing from there and moved to another station. I got sick and we'll talk about that a little bit later. I got sick and had to like put my radio dream on hold, but I came back and ended up working for the Clear Channel Cluster, V101, Y92, all of those. Again, promotions intern back at the bottom 
bottom, but always recognizing and looking, always asking questions and seeing what's that like ask, you know, being really close with like my promotions director and asking her those questions and my general manager and all those things so I can learn every aspect, learning production and all that. And then from there, that's where I met my best friend, who's my best friend to this day. Love her, love her, love her. We talk every day pretty much on the phone um, but she was like hey you know I know there's a station in Stockton that is looking for on-air talent and so she called our program director Amanda King who was at KWIN at the time and Amanda called me down and I started my first on-air gig at KWIN in Stockton and that was a learning experience because you know there's one thing again it's like I had this this thought of I want to be on the radio and when I got on the radio, I had no idea, no clue of what I was doing. I sounded a mess, stumbling over my word, the whole thing. And so went there, staying there for quite a while, went to KSFM 1025. And then I took a hiatus, which is another little detour. And that was really about worthiness. So I'm just kind of setting the stage and then we can dig back in. I took about a 10 year hiatus from radio, but it was always, it never left, never left. And so thanks to actually Tristan Mays, when it was time to do the community calendar and Leon needed a break, he called me and and he knew how much I missed radio. And he was like, hey, you know, Leon's looking for somebody to do the calendar. Do you want to do it? And I'm like, absolutely. And that's how I came back into radio after being gone for about 10 years and started here at 97.5 doing the community calendar. But I've always been affiliated with this station, but now actually being able to to be back on the air and, and fulfill that love that where that hole was in my heart. Yeah, and then, you know, my GM, Marvell Reed, and I, we would always talk. You know, he knew I did community affairs show at 1025 and all this stuff. And finally, it just worked out where, okay, we're going to actually do this show. And this show was not even full circle. So, again, I'm dropping little nuggets so we can yeah, come back. because you know I'm going to get into that <laughs> because this journey is amazing. And you and I have been friends for a couple of years. Uh-huh. And every time I hear about your journey in radio, like... Uh-huh you know, just hustling, starting from the ground up, having this dream, knowing what you wanted to do long term and networking and making the connections and the friendships along the way that has led to this wonderful program that you have now on 97.5 with with Full Circle. So let's get into that. Mm -hmm. How did Full Circle come about? Because, of course, we are here to celebrate three years of you empowering through conversation. So tell us a little bit about how Full Circle came to fruition. Full Circle came about, it was, so at 102.5, I was community affairs director there. And I used to do, you know, the FCC has these requirements for radio stations. You have to have community affairs programming. So I was a community affairs director, had a show. It was called Community Scoreboard. It aired at like 6 a.m. But it was, we were fulfilling the requirement. But it helped me to also gain more experience interviewing people you know, on the air. So it was actually a perfect thing. So I did that. And when Marvell and I were talking, I knew I wanted to just do something like that again, where I would bring in nonprofits and we would just introduce them to the community. I share this story quite a bit because this was the the thing that changed the trajectory of 
to why we're here in this particular way now is I was at Afro Yoga. Shout out to Angie Franklin. Love me some Angie Franklin. But I was at Afro Yoga one night and there was only like three or four of us there. And so, you know, after our yoga session, we were just kind of talking. And so we started having this conversation about black women and the masks that they wear. And the conversation went really deep, but I heard and and anybody that listens to the show knows that I not only believe in, but love God with all my heart. I feel like I audibly heard God say in my heart, this is what your show is supposed to be about. Now we had, Marvell and I had already kind of chatted about this other show, (laughs) right? right? And, but it was like, this is what your show is supposed to be about making a space for black women to have these conversations that we might have with our girlfriends or friends. And so it was like, okay, all right, all right. I believe that, like I'm on board with that and thus full circle because we really want to look at all aspects of our lives as, yeah, as women. I want to look at every aspect of the life. I didn't even want to just have a show for women talking about this. It was everything that encompassed us. Right. That moment in that yoga class, I love those moments. I call those your aha moments Uh when you just receive clarity and you know what's going to be next for you. So why was it important to empower through connection? I love that phrase, Mm -hmm. empowering through connection. What resonated in your personal journey to make that your theme for full circle? Yeah, it's it's empowerment through conversation. Mm -hmm. And it's funny, I'm such an introvert, but I love to like talk and I love to have deep conversation with my friends. Well, actually go even further. I love to just have conversations with people, like getting to know people. I mean, in my nine to five, which I didn't say in my introduction, but again, if you listen to the show, you know I work for the state as a training professional. So I do this all day where I train state you know, supervisors and managers on leadership principles. And so I like to learn people's story and know what makes them tick. Because I can, especially if I'm building a relationship with you, by hearing a little bit of your story, I understand you better. Mm-hmm. And so I like to pull out that information from people so that I can get a better understanding of how they are showing up now in the present day, right? If I have a relationship with you and you, well, I'm going to use myself for an example, but I observe this in other people too. Like for me, back in the day when I was still really emotionally not in a good place, I was easy to cut people off. Mm. And that was because of the hurt that I had from a childhood or whatever it was. So when I'm talking to people and getting to know people, I can see by virtue of learning their story, okay, that's that might be why they react this way or act this way or do this thing or whatever. So yeah, the empowerment through conversation is just getting to know people and giving people information. One of the things, and I'm on um, my friend Megan Morgan's podcast, friend to the show, Megan Morgan, My Yoga Audio. And so I think the, the episode's coming out in April. But one of the things I told her is, and I really feel like I'm a connector of people. And so one of the ways to connect people is through conversation. Absolutely. So a long answer. Now I know how the guests feel. Like, oh, man, shut up, Wanda. Like, (laughs) (laughs) let her ask the next question already. (laughs) But everything is so good. I mean, 
and so relevant and so true Mm -hmm. empowering through conversation and we definitely share that in common loving to learn people how they work how they think how they tick and i would think with you as a learning professional as well in that training space like i think that's a skill that you have to have because you have to build rapport with the people that are in your class in order to have that credibility in order for them to open up and really share like some of the classes that we do they're about like disciplining your staff and so we need to create a safe space so that people can share their stories about staff and things like that and i think that empowerment through conversation and connection it's just a skill that I think is really important especially in that world too well I can speak for myself and probably a lot of the listeners as well we thank you for creating the space thank you Um, I have yet to find another platform here based out of Sacramento that promotes um, so many black businesses black women owned businesses as well and um, the exposure is amazing to have mm-hmm. so that we know who to support because yeah. we need to definitely support our own so we thank you for creating the space and for using your gift because that gift to have the patience to learn other people's characteristics their mm-hmm. stories and give them that space it is a gift thank you i appreciate that <laughs> on to the next question mm-hmm. um since we are talking about um connecting people how do you create the topics for your shows? It's really my own natural curiosity. Mm-hmm. So I'm my own audience, right? I'm mm-hmm. a black woman, right? I'm a woman. Because, you know, we get women that are not just black that listen to the show. I'm a black person. I am a black woman. I am a woman. And so my natural curiosity, I find, is usually, again, going back to those smaller circles of friends, are things that I've heard from from my friends, right? Right. A friend will share some. And I've had people, too, call me or in conversation friends that say, you know what? Can you do a show about this? I'm really curious about this thing. And so... I, you know, find the resources and make it happen, but it really is my own natural curiosity or it's people that I meet or see along the way. So, for instance, Melissa Maganzo that had the uh, Black Uterine Health Conference a couple of weeks ago, she posted that, well, I got it from Black Women United, but I saw that and I was like, yes, because I've had my own journeys with uterine health. And so I'm like, well, if I need that information, I know other people do too. And that really, it's, it's, it, that's the formula. That's the formula. It's my own natural curiosity or, you know, sometimes people ask, but it really is things that I want to know as well. And I think that's what makes the conversation more genuine because I'm not just asking scripted questions. I'm asking things that I want to know as well, which I think a lot of my peers, friends, girlfriends, family members, whatever, want to know as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We are going to take a quick break when we come back more with the three year full circle anniversary. Don't forget that this episode and this whole month Full Circle is being sponsored by Anita Ross, author, speaker, self-love coach. In addition to all of that, she has two best-selling books on self-love and she has just launched her new Meantime Love Hub membership option where you can get exclusive access to her all-new A Sip of Self-Love webinar series that covers a wide range of topics including what is self-love, releasing your past, loving your body, and the best part is that you'll have access to the content 20 
24-7 all of her videos, teachings, worksheets when they become available. Start your self-love journey today or continue your self-love journey. Visit AnitaRoss.net. Click on the Meantime Love Hub link to get started. And again, use the code Full Circle for 25% off initial membership. This is Full Circle. We'll be right back after this. Like what you hear? Drop us a line at fullcircle975 at gmail.com. Empowering women through conversation. This is what she does. She is Miss Wanda, and this is Full Circle. We are back, family. Thank you so much for joining the program. It is a three-year anniversary of Full Circle. It was a Saturday, second Saturday of April 2018 when this whole thing got started, and we are here three years later, and we ain't going nowhere. Don't even think we're going somewhere because we're not. Our special co-host for the day is Mercedes Hogan. You may know her as Mercy. Your plus size bestie follow her on instagram what's your instagram mercy it's mercy hogan i'm mercy hogan across the board everywhere m-e-r-s-y-h-o-g-a-n mercy hogan remember that name family because she is doing some amazing things out in the world and i just want to say that i knew her when Oh, you are so kind, Miss Wanda. I really appreciate it. We are back from break, and we're going to dive back into these questions so the audience can get to know more about you. You guys are here tuning in every Saturday, and she has these amazing guests. And today, you are the guest. We are celebrating three years of full circle. Before the break, we left off talking about you getting your topics for your shows from your circle of friends. Mm -hmm. And now I want to ask you how important has it been to you to have the circle of friends that you have around you how have they impacted your journey and then we'll get into how you became an author you know it's funny my circle is actually really quite small it's it's pretty small and I think for the most part what I've learned I've learned more about me and how to be in relationship with people through my friends. I just had a a situation recently with a friend and she doesn't even know this because it was all my own internal workings and things. But I noticed that she was like being a little distant and I started taking it personally. And I had to ask myself, like, why are you tripping? (laughs) Like it has nothing to do with you. (laughs) So I think that in my circle of friends, I learned a lot about how to be a better friend. And then I learn a lot about myself in terms of, even in that situation, like why did I react that? Why did I take that personally when it had nothing to do with me, Mm. right? And so I learn a lot about myself, but I I love the friends that I have. Shout out to one of my friends just bought a home and, and we went to her home yesterday and it's absolutely beautiful. And we saged it up and prayed and talked and we've been friends for a long time. And it was nice just to be able to sit and, and bask in my friend's success. Yes. You know, and I think for the friends that I have right now, I think we're all that for each other, even, you know, and most of my friends I don't talk to like my phone don't be ringing off the none of that mm-hmm. um, I don't talk to a lot of people a lot but when I do the thing I like about my friend the people that are in my life at this current time is that we can pick up where we left off except my best friend because we talk every day for hours at a time right. about everything <laughs> under the sun but you know it's like we can pick up where we left off and everyone understands that everyone has their own lives and it is what it is because at the end of the day we're friends and 
if you're truly a friend to someone, you're there for them no matter what. And so through those conversations, again, are where I learn what women want to hear about. Mm -hmm. And then that's how it translates over to the show. Yes. Shout out to the friends. Yes. The ones that you can just pick up like it hasn't been months or weeks or sometimes even years. You just pick up right where you left off. Yeah. And everything is all good. And I have a um, I'm sorry. I have a um, for me. I know this about myself, like connection with people and and creating a family is really important to me. Mm. And so my friend was here from out of town. She lives on the East Coast and she was visiting and we were laying in my bed she slept in the other room, but in the morning she came and laid across my bed and we just talked for hours and I was in heaven because I always want that kind of close connection with people. And so, yeah, anyway, just I just had to say that. You know, you reminded me of a Facebook status I had a couple weeks ago where I'm at a point in my life where I don't make friends anymore. I make family. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So shout out to Kai, my sister. She can't get rid of me. <laughs> She's. I'm coming to North Carolina, and every everywhere you go, I'm going. No. <laughs> yeah. So you know, I'm leading to another question with us. Yes, ma'am. I'm talking about your support circle. I want to go to a difficult time in your life because this show is about learning more about you, like who makes Miss Wanda who she is. Mm-hmm. I had the pleasure to read your story in the She Believed Volume Two where you have a chapter in the book titled Freedom from Grace. And grace is an acronym, you guys. So Miss Wanda, tell us how you became an author and then dive into what this story is about. Okay, yes. And uh, I think the book came out in 2018. Yes, November 2018. I was at an event with uh, the amazing Coach Shea Chasinga. Shout out to Coach Shea. She had been doing these series of books. And so there was the launch of She Believed Volume 1. And as I'm hearing the ladies share their story, I was at a point in my life where at that time, I think I was still living at my mom's before. The, the book came out in 2018, but we started the project in 2017. So I had just been newly divorced for about a year and I was still struggling emotionally, struggling, financially struggling. I was struggling and I was listening to the lady share in the about the first volume and I was like, I think I have something to share and I think I have to share it. Now that I look back at it, I had to share the story because I think if I hadn't, I don't know if I would be where I am now. I, I had to get that off of my spirit, if that makes sense. So yes. the wait, pause. Yes, <laughs> tried to gloss over that. Right. So you went to this event. You were impacted by the event, and then the introvert. Miss mm-hmm. Wanda was like, I have a story to share. Yeah. Well, let me just clear up that thing first. I am really an ambivert, right? So I call myself an extroverted introvert because, mm. I mean, people think introversion is I don't like people. I don't like I like to sit in my shell. That is not it. I am the most extroverted person because I love training. I've been on concert stages, all of that. I love those things. I love being out. I love doing this show. But when it comes to getting my energy and just rejuvenating myself, it's 
let me just sit by the ocean. By you don't myself. need people. For I don't that. need people mm-hmm. for that. So yes, the extrovert in me was like, yeah, I got a story to tell, and the introvert was like, no, I don't know if I want to tell that. But I was in, I was not in a good place. That divorce was one of the two pivotal moments of my life. I think one of the two most pivotal moments of my life. Making the decision to walk away from a marriage, even when you are still so in love with the person, Mm. woo, that was difficult. And it wrecked me. It absolutely wrecked me. And so I remember, yeah, I, I had moved out of my mom's at that time. I was living in a townhouse in the Arden area. And I was living in this big townhouse all by myself and it was just the worst. Like it was the worst. And so when the opportunity to write in the book came about, I think I really needed that to start my healing journey. Mm-hmm. Because now I can I can get this these feelings off and start to shed that layer of skin and then move forward. Right. So it's called Freedom by Grace, which is the name of my chapter, chapter six. And actually, I'm going to give away a couple of books a little bit later. And grace is an acronym, like Mercy said. So the acronym was the things that I did to get through the pain of my divorce. The first thing was grieving. I had to allow myself to grieve. I had to actually allow myself to feel all the yucky feelings that I felt, all the hurt, all the pain, knees feeling like jello, the whole thing. And I remember I traveled a lot for work at that time. Again, as a trainer for the state, I would travel up and down the state to different state agencies. And I remember the time, and I think I shared this with my nephew too. I was in LA and LA is like my favorite place to be. And so Me too. usually, Me too. yes, we see more in common. Yes. We're going to have to take a road trip. Yes, let's do it. <laughs> and so I usually when I fly, I fly into LA early, do all the things, all this stuff. But this time I came into LA and I remember I couldn't do a thing. And at every stoplight to, from, from LAX to my hotel, at every stoplight, I just broke down. I'm like, I just didn't even think I was going to make it. Like, I couldn't breathe. I'm like, how am I going to teach this class? I'm just like, so I had to allow myself to grieve and feel all the things. And then I had to take responsibility for my part in the demise of my marriage and look at all of the baggage. And and one of the ladies in my class a couple of weeks ago, she said, it's not baggage. It's it's called packages. All the packages (laughs) that I brought into this marriage that were unhealed. Yeah. Like I had a lot of unhealed parts of me going into a marriage expecting someone else. Well, first of all, I didn't even know that there were unhealed, the depth of the unhealed parts. Right. But expecting someone else, you know, the people say, you complete me? No, Mm -mm. I needed to come complete and I didn't. And mm-hmm. so I had to take responsibility for my portion of why that marriage didn't last. And then I had to take action. So after I took responsibility, it was like, now what am I going to do? What, what, can, what am I going to do to move forward? How am I going to now make this life? What is life going to look like as a single woman? and had to take action with, again, my finances and all the things. There was a lot of moving pieces in that, and I had to take action or make an action plan on how I was going to move forward. One of the best things I did was I got on the Dave Ramsey plan and started becoming debt-free and doing those things. 
because I was, again, emotionally, spiritually, financially, even physically, because I'm not living the best life that I could. So I had to make lots of different action plans and all that. And then I had to get closure, Mm. which took a long time because I, for me, and I'm only speaking for me, fam, is like I had to work through the bitterness, the anger, the, you know, blame, all of those things before I could actually get true closure. And it was more painful too watching my ex move on. And so it was like, you have to get closure because it ain't no turning back at this point, right? right? And so it took a while to do that. The main thing about the main piece of closure was the apology to myself. It really didn't have anything to do with him. Like, I did apologize for my part of the relationship being bad and all that, but it wasn't about him. It wasn't even about earning his forgiveness or any of that. It was about forgiving me. The closure was about me forgiving me and allowing myself to let that go. Yeah, that's important. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. And so, and then the E, because Freedom by Grace, so these acronyms, again, are based on, the title's based on these acronyms. And then I had to set new expectations for my myself and what did I want life to look like now in this new chapter of life I was on the cusp of having a milestone birthday I threw myself the best birthday bash ever it was dope I rapped I sang anybody that was there and may have the footage you um, traveled yeah. I traveled mm-hmm. I went out of the country for the first time a couple of times went to Mexico I downloaded in um, Mexico for Christmas and just allowed myself to have that space I went to Jamaica like I just allowed myself I set these expectations of what I wanted life to look like now it's crazy before I actually was separated I did a vision board after I finished my coaching program at UC Davis and on there there was a podcast and there was on the air and so when I was setting those expectations and that vision board was tucked away this what we're sitting in right now wasn't part of the conscious expectations but subconsciously they were there and Mm -hmm. so I just had to set what expectations I wanted for my life and life is great now it's great. There's only like Praise one God. missing piece, but you know, that piece is coming too. But um, we're yeah. claiming it. Yes. We're claiming we are it claiming that piece. Yes. <laughs> you know, if anyone out there follows me, you guys know I am a sucker for a good acronym. Uh-huh. So this grace, <laughs> grieve, responsibility, action, closure, expectations. Mm-hmm. I am just so in love with that. I'm glad that you created it. I'm yeah. glad that you were in tune with what you needed for your healing journey. That is amazing. And you are now an author. And you know, the first thing I said after I read it, it was, was like, okay, when are you going to write something <laughs> else? Like, when is the next one? Like, I feel like you have so many stories. Yeah. You've been in the industry and I'm um, working for the state for so many years. Mm-hmm. And you've met um, so many amazing people. Like, yeah. I want to know more. <laughs> there, There is another book coming. It's a good one. It is a good one. Um, uh, hopefully, it will be out by the end of this year. Um, in fact, I want to reach out to someone that I would like to ghostwrite the book with me. So I need to reach out to her. But the idea is there. It's on my wall at home. I even have printed out a copy of the book cover, what I envision the book cover to look like. So it's in the works. 
yes, it's it's coming and it's it's good and I love the title of it. I can't tell y'all, but I love the title. It's going to be amazing. So be on the lookout for that. Okay, yes. you guys heard it here first. <laughs> we have more content coming from Miss Wanda. Be on the lookout. Until then, you can read her story and she believed volume two, Freedom by Grace. How can people get a copy of this book if they don't win one today live on air? Because I know we're going to do yeah. a couple more giveaways. So how could someone get a copy? They can um, either email me at fullcircle975 at gmail.com or my good friend Dana Maisha at all things literacy carries the book as well and she's at 2251 Florin Road in the Florin Square so you can get the book there at Dana's place again all things literacy or you can just email me and I'll send you a copy. The cool thing about the copy that I send you I'll actually autograph it you know just a little something you know and then I have a, a cool little bookmark that I created too that says I give myself permission to give myself grace. And, and it so, is super cute. Yeah. So make sure you email her. Get yes. your copy today. We're going to take another quick break. This is Full Circle. We'll be right back after this. Like and share our Facebook page at Full Circle 97.5. Now that we've done that, let's get back to this. Full Circle with Miss Wanda. We are back. This is Full Circle. I am your host, Miss Wanda, and I am your your guest today. <laughs> Actually, today's guest host celebrating our three-year anniversary is none other than Mercy Hogan. She is a blogger. She is a fashion influencer, right? And uh, she's out there doing amazing things in the world. Again, make sure you follow her at Mercy Hogan. That's M-E-R-S-Y Hogan, H-O-G-A-N. That's how it's happening. That's how it's happening. <laughs> Happy anniversary again. Thank you. Thank you. This is amazing. This is wonderful. Thank you so much for all the love, too, and the texts that I'm getting and all the good stuff. So, yes. Keisha says she's excited to hear more. So let's jump right back into okay. it. Love you, Keisha. Yes. Yeah, so before the break, we were talking about how you became an author and how you went through this emotional healing process during your divorce and you developed a method that worked for you mm -hmm. to heal and grow during that time in your life. So in this period of your life, you were also on your journey within your career as well. I know you mentioned earlier in your introduction that you had to take a break from radio due to a health issue. So were you dealing with all of these things simultaneously at the same time? You mean at the same time as a divorce? Yes. Or, no, no. So the, the break from radio came actually very early in my career. Mm -hmm. I think I was with the bomb for about a year and a half and I had a lump in my throat. And my doctor gave me some antibiotics and was like, you know, it's swollen lymph node and the lump never went away. And luckily at this time, I had already had an endocrinologist who was like, yeah, I, I want to take a look at that. And this is something I, I want to make sure to tell people because I was afraid. She was like, come back. I want to I want to take a look at that. And so she was like, we're going to do a biopsy and everything. And I was terrified and I didn't go back. Mm -hmm. I did not go back. And um, if she hadn't sent me. Uh, her name was Dr. Patricia Ostrander. I don't know where she is now, but if she hadn't sent me a certified letter saying, get in the office now, I don't know if I'd be here because it turned out to be thyroid cancer. 
And so that was the first break that I took from radio. I took two breaks. That one was for health reasons. I had stage two papillary thyroid cancer. That was over 20 years ago. Praise God. I am a 20 year cancer survivor. Survivor. Yes. 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 Pop it up. Yeah. But I was afraid. Two things. I was afraid to go. And then I rationalized it by, oh, you know, I don't want to pay that copay. And, you know, I didn't even think about the seriousness of having a biopsy. I just was like, no, you know, at that time I was a younger person and I wasn't even, you know, why would I ever think cancer was even anything on the radar, right? Right, yeah, so, at so, such yeah. a young age, yeah, yeah, especially. Yeah, so that was the, the first break I had in radio. Okay, I want to get back to this emotional healing journey because I think that that's a part of your ministry. Mm -hmm. I think that's why Full Circle resonates with such a wide audience, not just here in Sacramento, but all across the world. People are tuning in and listening to the show every Saturday. So what would be your best advice for emotional healing? I know you develop your method through the acronym GRACE, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but if someone is there right now, or um, maybe they're they're not there right now, but they've been trying, you know, to start that emotional healing, what would be your your best advice? Find your tribe. Mm. Find your tribe. You cannot do this. You can do it alone, but I don't think you'll be as successful. Because when you have times where you have you know, self-doubt rises or any of the other things rise. You need somebody to be able to bounce that off of, walk through that with you or whatever. So find your tribe of people that can walk alongside you, that are not going to judge you, that are going to just be there for you to listen. If you need to cry, if you need to scream, yell, whatever it is, find that tribe of people that can walk alongside you. I think that's the best thing. The other thing, of course, is find someone to talk to that is a completely neutral party. So that means going to therapy or seeing a coach. I think that's really important too. I think it's important to have a, a collective of people. Yeah. So, you know, you have your coach, you have your friends, you have, you know, because every person plays a different role in your life. But build, that's all part of your tribe, though. And building your tribe that, again, that can be your coach, your friend, whatever it is, that can support you through that thing. So find your tribe. Mm-hmm. You heard it here from Miss mm-hmm. Wanda. Emotional yeah. healing. Find your tribe. Build your team, you know. Yeah. It's about building your team. And, and don't mm-hmm. let anyone deter you from the team that you're building. Your team is for you. And so, like I said, if you need a psychologist, if you need whatever it is you need to help you walk through that thing. And then the other thing is some honesty with yourself, like that self-awareness and mm-hmm. being honest with yourself about the things that are that you're going through or that you've experienced you know mm-hmm. um, i think is important and so sometimes when we're dealing with that stuff that we've experienced it's not going to you know not everything is pretty and not everything you know it doesn't feel good and and sometimes we run from that because we don't want to face the hurt feelings right yes. and that's where that going back to that grieving is Allowing yourself to feel that yucky and it doesn't feel good, but allow you have to because I think for me, I think that you can't get to the other side until you walk through that fire. Yes. The only way out is through. Right. Yeah. That's been something very big for me Mm -hmm. this year is 
I, I don't think I had an issue with being honest with myself, but I think I had the issue of always wanting to deflect how bad the situation mm. was to yeah. me or how harming the situation was to my everyday life. So, yeah. Yeah. And we do that a lot, too, I think, because, well, first of all, we want to save face. Right. Mm-hmm. You want to save face from whatever it is, whether it's friend. I used to hate for people to I used to hate to say I'm going to do X, Y, Z because I didn't want anyone to hold me accountable to it or to ask me about it. Right. You know, so I'm like, well, I'll, if I don't say nothing, then if I if I get my own feelings hurt, if I don't follow through, then nobody's the wiser. But really, that was hurting me because it was giving I was giving myself permission to not follow through. Mm hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, there's that. <laughs> there is that. So uh, let's talk about the reason why we even may have to get to a phase where we have to go through emotional healing, and that is due to trauma. So my question for you, what side effects did you see popping up in your life from trauma and Do you feel like you're at a place now where you've overcome those triggers or is it still an ongoing process for you? You're just all up in the business. I'm I'm digging deep. You said you wanted the (laughs) listeners to know more about you. Man. We're digging deep today. Man. Okay. So you were saying the, yeah, this is exclusive, exclusive stuff here. I don't know if this is going to make the podcast. No, it's fine. Um, Oh, wow. No. Okay. First, I don't think that even now at this stage of my life, I am through all the trauma. In fact, I know I'm not. Mm-hmm. I know I'm not. But ask me your question again. I want to make sure I'm, I'm giving it good response. You were asking about what effect. Yeah. Like what did you have? I, I use the phrase side effects, but I don't think oh. that that's the right description. Of working but. through the emotional trauma. Right. Mm-hmm. <sighs> It took me a long time. I, I, I wouldn't say that I'm completely there um, because I still for me and this is just for me, fam, um, like I know procrastination mm. is the root of something else. Yep. And somebody asked me the other day, are you afraid or was not? I think that was in your questions. Are you afraid to be um, successful or are you afraid to fail? fail. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I really had to think about that. And I think it's not the failure, it's the success. And I'm going to tell you why. And this is what it was, fam. So it's, it's, I'm getting out of that now. But what it was for me, and this is why I left 1025. This is really like, y'all just knowing all the business. We're getting all the tea today. <sighs> Deep breath. So in 2008, I left 1025. I was emotionally unhealthy Mm. and I was unhealed from childhood trauma and so I didn't feel that I was worthy to be on the radio yeah And how did you come to that realization of your worthiness? That's still something that I'm honestly, truly still working on. Like, I know that I'm worthy now. Like, I know that in my heart. I have times where I don't feel worthy, but I know underneath it all I'm worthy, right? But at that time, I didn't feel worthy. I was in a very unhealthy, um, just had an unhealthy way of thinking. Um, Mm -hmm. And again, 
bringing those packages mm-hmm. to a marriage that wasn't one that was really conducive to healing. And so I was, you know, at home, not in a good space. And then here where you're on display on radio, you're on display and I just didn't feel like I was worthy. Now, this was my dream, mm-hmm. I, but I didn't feel worthy. And I would go to events and I would shrink mm. and sit in because I didn't feel worthy. And so that was, yeah. So I, I told my PD at the time, I was like, you know, I'm just going to take a break. Um, my son was getting ready to graduate high school. I was like, oh, you know, I just want to spend time with him before he goes to college. I knew it was all a lie. But that was the thing I did to save face. And yeah. um, I was like, you know, I'll be back in a while. And then I just I went further and further down the emotional spiral again with this unhealthy marriage and all of these things where it just took a toll. And then next thing I know, it's I haven't been on radio in five years or, you know, whatever, you know, and what am I doing with myself? And then I had to start to rebuild. I didn't start to really rebuild until my son actually moved out of the house. And it's just me and my husband. And I never forget. Shout out to my friend Charmaine. I love my friend Charmaine. Called my friend Charmaine. And I was like, Char, I don't know what to do with myself. And she's like, you're just going through the empty nest. But just take some time and just really start to think about what you want to do. And it was, again, just really... That's when I went to coaching at UC Davis. And I knew that I wanted to do that because my best friend, she used to come out like every year. And so whenever she came out, we would go to L.A., right? My favorite place, right? Yes. So we'd go spend some time in L.A. And I'd drag her to go. Like we went to see Jeopardy and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. This is my favorite show. So we're, she reminds me of this all the time. She goes, remember, it was like 2012, 2011. Now, by that time, I'm off radio a couple of years. And she goes, you said you wanted to coach women. You wanted to be a life coach. You said that mm-hmm. we're sitting at Southern Girl Cupcakes in L.A. at Baldwin Hills Crenshaw Mall. Like I can tell you the the day and the conversation like it was yesterday, which I still go and get cupcakes and have the best chocolate chip cookies. We got to take. Yes, a road trip. we have to take this road trip. <laughs> I'm ready. Bags packed. Yes, and so you know she reminds me of that all the time. But that was where I started, and and so I knew that through the coaching program through UC Davis. That was the thing that really helped me to start to turn it around because it wasn't me learning how to coach other people. I had to first get my own self together. Yeah. And so I had to all of these things. We had a class called personal foundations. I mean, all of the things that we went through, it was really like stripping away all of the stuff and building myself back up from the beginning. I love that you use the word rebuild. Mm-hmm. I like how you describe that. Yeah, it, it, it had to be because remember, I was wrecked. I was completely wrecked, you know, and so I had to find that way. to Now, now when I went to UC Davis, I was still in the marriage, um, but that was rapidly coming to an end. And so there was still a little bit of a time where it was kind of like an uncertainty, but I, I knew I wanted to rebuild. I wasn't sure how. And then it just kind of started to evolve as I gave myself over, as I really just said, God, you know, I can't do this by myself. Like I need you to walk me through this thing. Cause I have no idea what I'm doing. That's it um, right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was that thing. So fast kind of fast forwarding to now, while I am a lot better, 
at where than where I was before. Like 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 I said, like the procrastination, the still being seen is kind of like a struggle, but it's different now. It's just like just get out there. But all of those, I think, are effects from the being bullied as a kid, being teased because of my weight, all the way through high school, you know, not being the prettiest person and all of that stuff, all of that stuff that I carried in my head all those years that I'm still really unraveling, still unraveling a lot of that. I don't think it's ever a complete process. I think there's always things to go through. But um, yeah, you know, I'm better. I'm better. I'm not sitting in the place I was. But yeah, I'm still unraveling some of that emotional Yes, well, Stuff. you are doing better than all right because we are celebrating the third year anniversary of Full Circle today. Yes, ma'am. Yes, and ma'am. you dropped a lot of gems, as they love to say <laughs> on Clubhouse, um, with your process of dealing with trauma and, and emotional healing. So I just want to do a quick recap because you first talked about when you were at 102.5, like not although you were at your dream career, mm-hmm. you didn't feel worthy. Yeah. And one would look at your resume and look at things that you've done and like, well, Miss Wanda, like you've done this, this, right. and this. You've been, you know, mm-hmm. in the industry this many years. Mm-hmm. How can you not feel worthy of your position right. that you're in right now? And I, I want to make sure that the listeners understand that it was in your mindset. Right. Absolutely. So it matters not what other people think of you if you don't believe it yourself. Let me just give you some applause on that one. Yes, absolutely. You are so right. And we do that to people a lot. And we just society in general where we see people's things, Mm -hmm. but we don't know the backstory. And that goes all the way back to our conversation in the first hour about why is it so important for me to have conversation with people is because when we have that conversation, then we get to know those things. And hopefully those people and even ourselves will have revelations about our lives, you know, and some of the things that we've gone through. Right. I know that I've been inspired by so many people, you included, by learning more about their journey and their struggles and the hardships that they've overcame more so than about their successes. Yeah. And um, I also love the fact, as I'll say again, that you said that you came to realization that you needed to rebuild and you didn't shield yourself away from what people quote unquote starting over or enhancing your life, you gave yourself the opportunity to create the life that you wanted for yourself. Yeah. And um, then you realize that you had to deal with the trauma in your childhood, which I think a lot of us as adults, we just, you know, don't even want to go there because we have so many things to do. We're trying to maintain the household. Yeah. We're trying to maintain our careers. And so we're just putting on this mask, 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 mm-hmm. mask. So those are my three important takeaways. I hope the <laughs> listeners are, you know, getting this exclusive oh, interview yes. right now, enjoying this. Let's move on to the next question. You talked about um, being an ambivert and um, that you're an introverted extrovert mm-hmm. and how that's impacted your life do you think now you are more of an extrovert now that you're more comfortable within your worthiness because I remember when Mm -hmm. we when I first asked you about the fear question are you afraid of failure or Mm -hmm. are you afraid of success Mm -hmm. do you remember what your first response was to me it was afraid of success your wasn't it 
Well, yes, but your very first initial response is, I'm afraid of being seen. Yes, yes, yes. yes. That's, that's, a, that's a true thing. I was afraid of being seen, which is so weird, right? Yeah. You work on the radio, lady. Right. But to me, being seen meant being, te- it took me back to being teased, right? It took me back to being bullied about the way I looked. And so being seen meant, what are people saying about me, X, Y, Z? So I just got a backstory a little bit. So I was married to someone that was in radio as well. And so he would always be on the stage and he would say, hey, you know, there's my wife in the audience. And it was just him being proud to have, you know, his wife in the audience. But for me, I hated it. And that would be the source of fights. And the reason I hated it was because it meant that people would now be looking at me and going, Mm -hmm. oh, he's married to her. I look better, you know, in all of the judgment that I was, I was telling myself those narratives, mm-hmm. right? Who knew if that was true or false? And actually, who cared if it was true or false, right? Right. But that was the thing is I was afraid to be seen because being seen meant judgment. And that was something that I did not want to subject myself to was judgment. There it is. Yeah, there it is, people. There you have it. Yes. (laughs) Bam. So uh, we've talked about um, your biggest fear. Let's go into how you overcame that feeling of having a direct focus on you because that is one thing where we're the opposite. Like, you know me, I come in a room, I don't mind, you know, like, hey, let me put on a show. Yeah, right. (laughs) But I have friends and family who who definitely do battle with this, like feeling like Mm -hmm. the direct focus is always on them and so they may not speak up or they may not arrive how they need to arrive because of that direct focus. Yeah. Do you, have you developed any tips or tricks or advice? I'm more like I'm in the room now. Like I'm more like that now. Mm-hmm. Like I know again back to knowing that I'm worthy and I know that I like I've arrived. Now I'm still not going to be probably like the life of the party, but I'm a lot more comfortable now um, even with people that I don't know. Well actually, you know, I used to be more comfortable with people that I didn't know because then I can kind of build the relationship from scratch versus people that I knew. Right. So, but no, I'm like I'm in the room now like I have arrived to this place. My friend Dana that I mentioned earlier that has the bookstore. Every time I go in there and people are in there she goes, do you know who this is? This is Miss Wanda. She does that every time, and I love it. But first, I used to be embarrassed, but now I'm like, yeah, no, I am Miss Wanda. Like, I am that person. And I think for me, too, I never wanted to appear like I'm not humble because I am I am very humble. And so I never wanted to appear like I'm, you know, conceited or into myself or I believe my own hype I just wanted to be Miss Wanda the person that you hear on the radio is really the person that you see but it's like I didn't want to be like who does she think she is well she's Miss Wanda you know and so I'm, I'm growing into that even now three years later I'm growing into that no, again, we have so many similarities uh-huh. because I am absolutely the same, even at the expense of I don't celebrate my milestone accomplishments, mm-hmm. things that I have been wanting to do for years yeah. at the level that I really think I should because of, you know, wanting to maintain that humbleness right. that I know as soon as I, I mean, as fast as I got it, it can all go away, yeah. you know, in a blink of an eye. So I'm always like very thankful and show a lot of gratitude for the opportunities and the relationships yeah. that I have built. And then 
you know, just the essence that we want everyone to win. And I think that's what I really love about Full Circle yeah. and I love about you as a person mm-hmm. is that every single resource and um, we'll get into more about your financial progress mm-hmm. that led to you buying your home. Yes. And I forgot today I got my keys one year ago today, one year of home ownership right here today. Yes. yes. That was an amazing God moment as well. And so we can share that after the break but that was just a that was a product of and I've seen this in the past week too the product of when I just allow God to be God when I just allow myself to not try to control the situation Mm. and just allow just go with whatever it is he has for me when I step back and not try to control the situation he's like I got you I got you Wanda just trust me I got you and so my house yes one year of home ownership today. I'm absolutely loving it. And um, yeah, but it's all a product of when you allow yourself to let go and just let God do his thing. And a lot of that is unwinding the tapes in your head, right? All the false narratives that we tell ourselves, right? Right. All of the things, letting go of the childhood traumas. And and, and I'm not saying that as if it were the easiest thing to do. But when you start to let go and realize that those things don't define you, what people did to you is not you and you did not cause those things. They happen to you. And how do you process those things and move forward? And when you allow yourself to let go in all those areas, because I had no idea I was buying a house in 2020. That wasn't even on my radar. Mm -hmm. And so when I would tell people I bought a house, they'd be like, we didn't even know you were looking. I wasn't looking. God literally dropped that house in my lap. And that's how I know it's him. And that's why I want to use my house to serve him in whatever way I I can. Anyway, I went off on a whole little tangent. We're supposed to be taking a break. (laughs) Yes. When we come back, we are going to open up the Zoom room and allow some people to come on in and give us some well wishes and have more conversation too. We'll be right back after this. If you have something to add to the conversation, drop us a line at fullcircle975 at gmail.com. And she is back, empowering you with knowledge and wisdom. This is Full Circle with Miss Wanda. We are back, family. Thank you so much for staying with the program on this three-year Full Circle anniversary. I hope you've been enjoying the conversation. We've got a caller on the line that wants to just pop in and say, hey, happy anniversary. It is our CEO of the California Black Chamber of Commerce, the one and only Mr. Jay King. Hey, Wanda, thank you for allowing me to... um call in and just say congratulations for a wonderful show. I remember, uh, and I didn't realize it was three years, but I remember one day either seeing you or talking, talking to you or calling you and saying, hey, um, why aren't you live? I want, <laughs> I, I want, I'm calling into your show. You guys were talking about some subject and it was just so good. And I was calling into the show and I couldn't get through. And then you said, yeah, the show is taped. And I said, you should be live. <laughs> And I'm glad you are. I'm glad that we have the honor of saying that Mr. Circle is on KDEE and Sacramento has uh, the opportunity to hear your voice and the voices that you allow to be on the air. Mercedes Hogan is like a niece to me. Her father, Jeffrey <laughs> Hogan, was my football coach. Oh, wow. Um, as a young 
kid um, growing up in Del Paso Heights. See, that's and full so circle. That's a full that, circle moment. Yeah, that's what the show is all about. Than that. Well, sure. Jay, I have to tell you, I appreciate you. I learn so much every time I talk to you and listen to your show. I love how you're a champion for the community, and you're right. Those were the days. It wasn't that I was taped. I just didn't like to take phone calls because I would hear all the foolishness that you would go through. <laughs> but it was because that, of you that I started taking phone calls. <laughs> well, you know what? And some of that... Some of that foolishness is what we need. You know, people need to hear their voices. And I hear people call in and and, and um, champion you and thank you and are appreciative of you. And, you know, every now and then we're going to get people that may agree or disagree to yeah. some degree with what we're talking about. But the idea is that we're a community radio station and that the community has a voice. Whether we agree with it or not, it should be heard. That's true. And that's what I love about your show for women. Women need a voice, especially African-American women need a voice you and lady charmaine and uh keisha matthews mm-hmm. you guys make sure that women are heard african-american women in great positions and strong positions are heard and i appreciate you all for that thank you so much for calling i appreciate you jay and uh, have a great rest of your day sir thank you so much for calling. thank you uncle jay all right always Bye-bye. good to hear from you all right. Good to hear from you. Good to talk to you. Okay. Bye-bye. That's how it's happening, family. Got some folks calling into the show just to say congratulations. We're going to go back to the interview until we get more folks coming into the Zoom room. So I'm going to turn it back over to you, Mercy. A deep breath. I know, because we have covered so much. We have. We have. Let's see. Let yeah. me let me look at these prepared questions and see. I know one thing. What are the five things? Or No, we want to talk about the financial literacy yes. and talk about. Okay. Yes. So. Yeah. Well, yeah, let's go ahead and um, get into um, financial literacy, because yes. that's the point where I'm at right now. Yes. Like, I'm trying to get to my big bags, yeah. and I know maybe for any listeners out there that you got to get that financial literacy um, intact. And because we are also celebrating the one year anniversary of you being a homeowner. So um, yes, go ahead and dive in about your financial literacy journey. So I mentioned a little, I talk about it a little bit in the book as well, where I just took this financial hit when I divorced. And so I had to recover from that. And for me, I always wanted to be debt free anyway. Like that was always a goal for me because my dad one of the things, rest in peace to my dad, Frank Smith, love my dad to pieces, even to this day, um, of course. But um, one of my the things my dad would always say was like, he would always spend cash. He would always like, get yourself in a position where you're financial. You don't have to depend on nobody and all the things that you tell, especially like your daughter, right? Yeah. And mm-hmm. so um, I always wanted to be debt free. Unfortunately, um, I wasn't able to live that life. And I didn't have the mindset either, right, for a long time. Like when I was in my 20s, I think I file bankruptcy like twice just because I would do dumb stuff like I lived in San Francisco and so I remember you know me and my son's dad we lived in the city and if say if we wanted to go out we'd be like oh let's just go to Macy's and get new outfit and charge up stuff right every time so I didn't have the mindset (laughs) but as I got older I knew that I wanted this financial freedom like I didn't want to be living to pay for bills I'm not knocking nobody I'm not knocking no one I'm just saying for me and so I embarked on the journey, first of all, just to recover from the financial hit from the divorce, but then also to move forward and um, just started following Dave Ramsey. I don't do everything that he says because I'm not going to cut up my credit card. I keep it Mm -hmm. in a safe place um, just because if there's an emergency, most of my family's on the East Coast or whatever, you know, so so I don't do that, but I do everything else. I have my envelopes and I've been doing my envelopes even when I was married and I remember my ex-husband used to tease me about my envelopes 
pl- I'm a planner, right? Mm-hmm. So like if we were going on vacation, I'm like, okay, we have this much money and I'm going to split it out by day and I'm gonna put, every day is going to have its own envelope with cash in it and all that stuff. It right. used to make so much fun of me. But one time when we were in his home city and at the end of the trip, we had like two envelopes that hadn't been opened yet. And then he was like, I will never tease you about that again. Like, right, because, because the yeah. method works. Right, right. And so even now, you know, I mostly use cash for everything, but I've gotten myself into this place that was a lot better. And I didn't even know, I was just chipping away, just trying to get to this place. So come to my house when I was last, well, 2019, my friend Sharon Boatwright, we did a show here. We did two shows here with her and Rosalind Grant. We did a home buying homeowner 101. Mm -hmm. And so Sharon posted this house online, this little condo, cute little condo. And I I remember calling her and going, well, okay, let me back up first. At the end of every year, I usually pray for, you know, just Lord, these are some of the things I'm looking to do in the next year. So in 20, at the end of 2019, I remember praying New Year's Eve, Lord, help me to prepare to buy a house in 2021. Mm, okay. So fast forward, Sharon posts this house. I call her. I was like, girl, you know, I, we, and we had just talked. She had just wished me a happy birthday in January. And she's like, when are you going to buy a house? And I was like, no, nah, girl, you know, I'm not ready. Mm-hmm. So this house comes up in February. And I call her. I was like, that house is so cute. I want it, but I'm not ready. And she was like, just, just, just call and find out. And because I had been diligent in doing the work when I called uh, Miss Grant, she was like, do you know what your credit score is? And I was like, no. And she was like, I can pre preview right now. Look like, at God. Right? Mm-hmm. Nothing but God. Mm-hmm. So I sat there. I'm sitting. And this is in a, I'm teaching a class. And this is on our lunch break. All this is happening. And she was like, do you want me to do it? And I'm like, okay. I guess I'm buying the house. And I, and I had said to God at the beginning of 2020, I will do whatever opportunity you put in front of me, even if my knees are shaking. Even I'm just going to do it. So when she said, do you want to do I was like, "Okay, God, I guess we're buying a house. And our escrow was 25 days. Everything went smoothly. And this is how God works. We we were probably about two weeks into escrow when the world shut down. Mm -hmm. I was on the road for work, sending her my papers and doing all the things. And then she goes, Wanda, are you going to still have a job? Right. And I was like, yeah, I work for the state. I think I'll be all right. Mm -hmm. But I'm in escrow and the world is slowly shutting down. And by the time I got back off the road, because my job pulled me off the road because we canceled our classes. Right. The world shut down and I'm still in escrow. And April 3rd, 2020, I'm signing documents with a mask on six feet away from the, the signing agent closing on a house. And that was nothing but God, because I wasn't even thinking about that this year in 2020. That wasn't I knew it was a desire. It had always been a a desire. But I that's why I know it was nothing but God. And the fact that from the time she posted it, the next day I looked at it, the next day I put in an offer in three days. I always say God does things in three days. Right. Look at we're in Easter season. Yeah. But in three days, I went from not owning a home to being in escrow. So favor. That's favor. And that's preparation, too. Yes. Because he knew that was a desire. And I knew I was preparing financially, but that wasn't the thing. And I used to always be scared of home ownership because I'm like, oh, you know, the taxes. And right. But it's so much easier than I even thought. And that's God's favor, too, because I could have been not having a job in 
COVID. Right. 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 And all of the things. But being home for this past year has actually allowed me to be able to decorate my house and get situated and have repairs and do things and paint walls and do all the things without having to take time off work because I'm at home. So I can work from home and I can do the decorative stuff and all of that you know, as well. So this year, you know, people are like 2020 was trash and all that it wasn't trash for me. Right. <laughs> it was, you it were was winning good. in yeah. 2020 because yeah. you prepare. Yeah. I think that's so important that you did the preparation yeah. and you didn't allow fear, mm-hmm. you know, to, to stop you. You, you did it afraid yeah. you went I'm just telling it. y'all all my little, all my little <laughs> business, but it's all good. That's what it's about. And that's, I'm, you yes. know, like I said, what you see on the radio is what you get. So there's so, that. Yes, and the reason why we are digging so deep because we want to know the wonderful Miss Wanda that has created this miraculous full circle show that we are celebrating the third year anniversary for on today. And speaking of full circle, um, we know that you've had amazing guests and you're getting information out to the masses. So what does the future look like for the Full Circle Show. Oh, wow. Yeah, well, Full Circle will definitely continue to be a global household name. Just got to put it out there. It is a global house. I want it to be a launch pad for me to come out and speak to women. Like, I actually want to use this as a platform to be able to actually do some in-person once the world opens back up and speak um, and tell them about this platform of being able to share. But just in 2021, um, some amazing shows are coming up in May next month, I'm doing a series on women that have started businesses during the pandemic. Mm. And so I've got, uh, I think it's eight or nine business owners, women that have started their businesses during the pandemic. Uh, One being my my good friend, Angel of Bedroom Candy. She's also a doula. But um, yeah, I want to highlight women that are that have taken the chance to say, I want this is what I'm going to do with this time. Something maybe they always have wanted to do. So that's coming up in May. Um, The the series of I still haven't found a catchy name. My best friend and I, we go back and forth every day. And it's a running joke now trying to find a name for the series. I didn't want to call it the new entrepreneur series, but yeah, something has catchy. To be catchy. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So th- I'm doing that in May, and then I am bringing the Overcomer series back in the mm. fall. So the Overcomer series, which I did in 2019, which featured four amazing women. Shout out to Miss Cresha, who is doing amazing things. So proud of her. She shared her story. Dr. Anna Hiscox, who shared her story of, you know, she was feeling fine. And all of a sudden she was in cardiac arrest, right? Your heart stopped, right? And how she survived that. My good friend, Micah Berge, who is, has gone on to do some amazing things and talked about her struggle with drug addiction and how she came out on the other side, trusting God through that process. And um, who was our fourth person? Um, I don't remember who the fourth person was. Please. I'm so sorry. Micah. Oh, I can see them. I can see their faces. I apologize. It'll come back to me. But anyway, I'm bringing back the Overcomer series. I have met some women that have one woman that has the most amazing testimony. She was brain dead. I don't want to tell too much more, but the Overcomer series is coming back in the fall with four 
amazing women, if not more, testimonies of how they've overcome or survived these obstacles, whatever they are. So I'm really looking forward to that. I know I'm looking forward. I'm excited. Make sure that you are tuning in to not miss these impactful segment. So we know what the future of Full Circle looks like. Um, We've talked a little bit about your history in radio and um, a lot of your personal emotional healing as well. Mm -hmm. Um, What would you tell your younger self now at this point Mm. of your life? Oh, man. Um, So many things. So many things. (laughs) So many things. Uh, What would I say? Well, one of the things I know I definitely would say is you're worthy no matter what. To not let... It's so funny. I when I thought about this one particular bully that I had that used to tease me for my weight. And the crazy thing about it is that he was fat too. But because I didn't have that thing... Mm-hmm. I allowed that to, you know, I could have been like, oh, and what about you? And, you know, but I didn't have that thing. So no matter what people say, you're worthy. That the bottom line is you're worthy, that you are worthy to be seen and you're worthy to be heard. I think the other thing is I would say to my younger self, chase it with all your heart. Like mm-hmm. I've chased radio with within limitations, mm-hmm. but I didn't chase it with all my heart. Like, I love radio, but what I mean by that is I always worked a full-time job with the state because I wanted to make sure that my son ate, right? Right. Security, yeah. Mm -hmm. I allowed that to be a block because children are more resilient than we give them credit for, and so... It would have been okay to go to different markets and go and, you know, radio is very volatile, right? So, you know, you can have a job today. They change formats. Your ratings aren't good. All of that stuff. I've seen it happen with my best friend going from market to market to market. And I didn't want to subject my son to that. But when I think back about it, I wish I had. I wish I had not necessarily subjected him to that, but I think that we would have been fine because we're fine. Even though all the other stuff that we went through, he and I are fine. Mm-hmm. And so I wish I would say to my for- my younger self is to chase it with all of your heart and don't let anything stop you. Mm-hmm. Don't let if you if radio's the thing that you love, go after radio like you go after anything else and do it. And Absolutely. I've done it. I've done that on my scale and I'm proud of my journey I wouldn't trade it for anything um, but I do wish I had chased it on a bigger scale we have somebody else in the room my really really good friend friend to the show Gloria Bailey Ray what's up Lady G host of Real Talk with Lady G and you didn't get the memo what's up my friend oh my goodness I have been so I mean, I'm just caught up. I'm just full listening to the show today. Your co-host is awesome. So let her know that. And I just wanted to just pop in and just, first of all, say congratulations. It is not by uh, chance that you are where you are today. And I just wanted to just drop some words on you. I'm listening to you. I'm listening to you talk. And and I just said, you know what? When I think about Miss Wanda, first of all, you're wealthy in words. Mm. You're well-equipped, Miss Wanda. Thank you. You're well-informed. 
definitely well-intentioned, well-rounded, you're wholesome, and you well thought of. And I wanted to just come on and just and just say to you, you know what? I don't want you to do anything other than what you're doing and continue to grow. It's three years now, and I look for another 33 years. <laughs> <laughs> I receive it, Lady G. I receive it. Yes. And so I, I thank you for the wisdom that you've shared. And, um, I, you know, I, I mean, I just love you. I admire you. And uh, I'm just so grateful that God allowed our paths to cross. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just want to say that everybody's listening. Let me just tell you, I've heard people talk about supporting one another, helping one another. And and many times for me, it seemed like it's more of a buzzword. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it, you know, it's something that's good to say, mm-hmm. but not everybody does it. But I'm just telling you, sister, y'all, Miss Wanda, she does what she says she's going to do, and she supports you. And I can truly say I have been just immensely blessed, and um, I'm just so humbled and honored to know you and have you and be a part of your family and circle. And I hope to be there for a very long time. So I just wanted to wish you um, all the best. Congratulations. And to just keep, you know, going higher and higher. You're blessed. You. And you know that your calling is on your life. And all you got to do is answer to it. Thank so, you. Congratulations. Thank you, Lady G. You know how I feel about you. I love, love, love you so much. And I can't wait until we can break bread in person again. So Woo! I can give you a big old hug and just, just sit and just, just talk and just, just catch up. Yeah. Thank Absolutely. you so much. Thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. So enjoy the rest of the day, but thank you for allowing me to pop in and just uh, say, Hey to you guys, keep doing what you're doing. I'm loving it. Thank you so much. Yes, Lady thank G. you. Lady All right. G. Tune into her Take show care. every Tuesday. You didn't get the memo every Tuesday on Facebook live every Thursday. Real talk with Lady G on Spreaker. Amazing conversation. And she's a really <laughs> good friend. Thank you so much. God bless. God bless you Be too. Well. Okay, bye-bye. Man, it's so nice. That is, that's, I love that woman right there. She is so amazing. And man, her podcast, she be breaking it down and keeping it all the way real. And so I just, I love that. Let's just take a second to reflect. Wealthy in words and well-intentioned is how she described you. She, she said a lot of other things, mm-hmm. but those were two things mm-hmm. that wealthy in words. Yeah. Yeah. And well-intentioned. Yeah. And most importantly, that you're not um, just saying, oh, I'm building something, you know, for mm-hmm. my, like you are actually doing the work and making an impact. Yeah. This show, I always say this is my show or I, Sean and I had a thing and I was like, this is my show and it is my show and I'm very protective of it, but it's, it's my show only in that it's the thing that I've been created to do to give back to others. Right. So when I say it's my show, it's not really my show. It's about the people that listen. It's, it's our show. It's about yes. the, the women and men who listen. It's about the guests that come on and share their platforms. And I'm so open with sharing the platform. As long as you're, you know, I'm very protective. So as long as you're empowering black women or women of color, then, you know, I'm open to have you have you come on. But I, you know, I was talking to again back to Melissa Maganzo. She said, yeah, you know, someone told me about you. We were talking and she was telling them she was going to be on the show. 
And and the person told her, yeah, you know, Miss Wanda is always trying to make sure that other people get on. Like I'm, that's who I am. Like mm-hmm. even in my personal life, I, I'm always trying to connect or find resources or whatever. So that's why I used to get embarrassed when Dana would say, "This is Miss Wanda," but. I'm not embarrassed now because I know that I'm doing something for the community. I never wanted to seem like I'm this, you know, I, I'm believing my girl. own hype, mm-hmm, right? Because right. I'm not. Mm-hmm. I really, truly am a person that believes in supporting. And I do a lot of support on the background. Like, I don't be out there like, oh, you know what I did? Like, I just right. like to do some quiet support. And this is a way to support the community as well. I will tell you that service will take you far. Service has allowed me to enter rooms that I never thought that I would yeah. be in or yeah. even felt that I belonged in through service. So yeah. that is um, definitely huge. And yeah. I'm so glad that it's a part of your mission. Yes. Um, sharing this information and creating this platform um, by you for us, yeah. black women, Yes. Um, to have a voice. We're nearing the end of the show. I want to dig in one more deep topic about self-worth and self-esteem. I know throughout you sharing your story about your your background and going through your emotional healing and realizing your trauma, you mentioned um, being teased as a child and then learning how that affected you as an adult. Mm-hmm. So um, I would like to know when were you first introduced to self-esteem and self-worth? Good thing the phone's ringing. Hold on. Let's, <laughs> let's, I'm not going to forget. <laughs> let's, let's answer the phone first. <laughs> Hello? Who is this? Jelena. Jelena, you just won a copy of my book. Yay, Jelena. Congratulations. Congratulations, Jelena. Just email me and then I will um, get your information and I'll send you a copy of the book. It's that simple. Thank you so much for listening, Jelena. All right, so Jelena got a book. So that's how that's how that happened. So that's you how were we're asking, today? yes, that's how we're rolling today. We we giving out books like I'm Oprah on the low, right? right. Like I'm not giving out cars, but I got a book for you. <laughs> I'm telling you, this book is life changing, and there's so many other stories involved with this publication. It's 14 women sharing our stories of unapologetic, determined, and fearlessness. Women pursuing destiny. So really good book. And again, there's a volume two. You asked me while we're going to uh, start wrapping up the show. How did I get introduced to Mm self-esteem? I don't know. I I, I honestly don't know. Like, just somewhere along the way. I didn't have it as a kid. Mm -hmm. I I don't know. Something just clicked at some point in my life. Again, going back to being worthy. So, I don't, I really, I don't have an answer for that question. Wow. Nothing's wrong with that. That's something I got to dig into. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be a new discovery of yourself as you think about that question. It'll be a new discovery and... It may be in the next book. You never know. Maybe. <laughs> you guys got to gotta listen and see. Last question. I can't believe we're already at the end of the show. I want to stay and celebrate right? some more. <laughs> well, you know, we got cake and champagne. Yes. So, so we have things to do. We have libations and desserts. Um, but what is your most favorite thing about Full Circle? The listeners. Being able to empowerment through conversation is not just a tagline, but really being able to empower people through conversation. I've had people say to me, 
I listened to that show and I I followed through. I reached out to that person who was on a guest on your show or I did this thing or I never heard that before. So really, truly being able to give people the conversation that they need, whatever that is, so that they can make whatever decision they need to make for their lives. And that's the, that's my favorite thing. My favorite thing, of course, is being here in the studio. But really, it's giving that information so that other people can make whatever decision they need to for their lives. There you have it. Her favorite thing about the show is you. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> that's how I that's, love it. Yeah, it's it's the truth. So I just want to thank you, Mercy, for being here for saying yes, for going through this journey with me. And I just look forward to seeing all the things that you're going to do. I love to help people just thrive. If I can be a part of your journey to thrive, whatever that is, I am happy with that. And to see you soar and do all the things. And I'm so excited for where you're going in your life. And I thank you really for your friendship and for being on this journey with me and for saying yes. I know when I asked you, are like, why me? But I was just being obedient to what I heard the Holy Spirit say to me. And it was never forget, I was driving in my car and it was just like, it's mercy. Okay. I was like, all right, Lord, I, I'm a caller. And that, that was what it was. So there is a purpose even in you being here. And so I'm glad that I was obedient to help facilitate whatever that purpose is. I may not even see it or know it, or we may not know it anytime soon, but there was a reason for you to be here today and be on this show. So thank you so much. Well, I appreciate you for, for thinking of me. And that was exactly my first reaction like me like out of all the people you know and you okay and i just said thank you lord i'm gonna say yes and just roll with it it's gonna be amazing time but again here i sit humbled Mm -hmm. and just thankful and congratulations again on this amazing platform that you have built and again for creating opportunities for women just like me for our voices to be heard and to share our stories so congratulations to you thank you to you so i got a list of thank yous here before we get out of here first i got to give a shout out to my cousin leon who texts me i love you so much Leon that was funny that you posted a picture of you and your Jerry curl we'll talk about that later (laughs) but first and foremost I have to thank God for giving me this platform and the talent to be able to facilitate conversations among women I have to thank my family for taking this crazy and incredible radio ride with me from my days as a promotion intern back at 103.5 to my time at KSFM and everything I did in between everything I do is for three people in my life that I love with all my heart my son David Eli who is now flown the coop and is living in another state doing his thing. So proud of him. My nephew, Tyler, that's always got my back. And my niece, Taylor, who is like the daughter I never had. Everything I do is for them three. I strive to be an example to them and for them. And I thank my mom, Alfreda, you heard her call in for everything. And my sister, Francina, for her support. I have to thank my partner in crime and in prayer. My partner in prayer, Sean L. Brown. Although we are no longer doing lessons from the journey meets full circle. She is still my partner. I love that woman so much and I'm amazing, amazed to see the things that God is doing in her life with her Chanel Brown communities and all of the things she's doing. I have to thank my KDEE family, my general manager Marvell Reed who is very kind and very patient with me. I really appreciate all of his support. Of course I mentioned Tristan at the earlier part of the show who knew how much I missed radio and pulled me back in by recommending
joining me for the community calendar, Leon Guidry, who coached me upon my return because I was rusty, y'all. So thank you to Leon. <laughs> of course, our CEO, Jay King, who called in today, who is the absolute best. I appreciate all of his support, not only of me in full circle, but of our community as a whole. And I gain so much wisdom every time I talk to him, every time I hear his show and the rest of the KDEE family from Tommy and Van Goss of the Gospel Express to the Harrises with Family Matters, Agent Key, Keisha Matthews with Selling Sacramento, Lady Charmaine, Lee Perkins, Thaxter Arterberry, uh, the Blues Man, Tim White, the Big Homie, and Sonia D with the House Party, and Kenny Caraway with Casey's Corner. And to all the former guests, thank you for saying yes and for all that you do in the community for black women. I pray each one of you continue to grow. To every listener, supporter, everyone who emailed, DM, commented on social media, tuned in, subscribed, or shared the podcast, I thank you from the bottom of my heart. You are the ones that all of this is for. And so I continue. As long as I can continue, I will continue to do the work of holding space for black women to talk, to share, to cry, to laugh, and to just be. This is a safe space for us. Mercy, again, thank you. Um, please continue to follow the show on social media at Full Circle. And also, if you'd please find the podcast, Miss Wanda's Full Circle Radio. Subscribe, like it, share it, comment, uh, share it with your friends and family from here and all over the world. Thank you for your support. And with your support, this will truly be a global show and podcast. That is how we're doing it, family. You know what I always say, show love to everyone you meet. That's how we're doing it, family. Thank you so much for being with me throughout the three years. Here's for three plus three plus three plus three plus three more. Peace, fam. I love y'all. This has been Full Circle. Follow our Facebook page at Full Circle 97.5.